What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, May 28th. On this episode, we are going to be talking about some Switch Pro or slash new Switch news, whatever it's going to be called. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West was shown off today, and we got a butt ton of Sonic news, Sonic uh, releases, and, and, and some teases and all sorts of stuff. Uh, so it's going to be a good one. It's been a big news day, and it's also possible that during this podcast, Nintendo drops the Switch Pro. But you know what? You never know. Uh, with me today, uh, you can find him at Level Genesis on Twitter. We have Level with us today. How goes it, everyone? Hi. Hi. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you don't know who Level is because uh, today was the perfect storm. The first time in like a year and a half that I was sat on my couch and like, no one can do the podcast. This is strange. So we had to go uh, to the Keeley crew. And for those of you that don't know what that is, Jeff Keeley has a Discord uh, channel called the Keeley crew. And there's a whole bunch of us in it. And that's where, you know, that's where we live sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But how are you doing? How did you get a part of the, of the Keeley crew? Are you, were you um, doing the Game Awards, like Zoom calls uh, back in the day? Or did you get in after that? Yeah, so I did the Game Awards Zoom calls, like a lot of us. Um, I started probably like October. Um, I saw it on Twitter of all places. It was Jeff Keeley's just like, hey, join my Zoom calls. I'm going to talk about Game Awards. I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty fun. So I just joined and kept joining after and after. And I actually met some really good friends. Actually, one of the friends I still talk to to this day, so it's super cool. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much how I joined. And like you said, the perfect storm, I just got a notification saying, hey, he wants to join my podcast. And I'm like, ooh, okay, I mean... <laughs> I have some opinions that need to be shown to the world, so I think it's time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the same way. I, I think I just saw his Twitter. I don't remember if it was the first or second week that he actually did it, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, he's like, I'm trying to thinking about getting a bunch of Zoom call people together to ask questions about the Game Awards, and I was like, okay, I'm down. And yeah, I pretty much was on like every week, so it was it was cool times. It was cool nice. times. Yeah, I'm surprised that. he hasn't done it. Uh, like for summer game stuff yet, but I bet I bet he brings it back at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. Uh, this is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere that you can get podcasts at. If you are listening to this and you're usually watching us, sorry. You don't you don't get to see our beautiful faces this week, but that's less editing time for me, you know. So uh, it makes life a little bit <laughs> easier. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, if you could give us five stars, that would be fantastic. Uh, if not, you can share us, uh, share the link, tag us at Log On Games. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and everywhere else. You can get your questions answered. You can get your topics for the show in on our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, whatever. Just shoot us a message or a comment or however you want to do it. Usually every week I post something, like if you have any questions. Uh, so that is, again, we are at Logon Games across the board. Uh, but we're going to get into it here, into the news, because today was a day. That's all I'll say. Today was a big-time news day. 
Uh, I'm reading this from GameSpot.com. Nintendo Switch Pro may be announced before E3. Uh, Nintendo will reportedly reveal the new 7-inch 4K-ready system very soon and then let developers announce the game for it at E3 2021. Um, and let me just... There was one art or one paragraph in here I wanted to pull from. Because um, it's a Bloomberg article initially. I'll just start from the, right here. Uh, according to Bloomberg, Nintendo will begin assembling the new Switch model in July and then release it in September or, or October. Production will press on despite ongoing semiconductor shortages, it seems. The system will reportedly cost more than 300 which is what the original Switch currently sells for. Regarding the price point, the report said uh, the cost of pricier components and rising labor costs in China where the systems are assembled, will be passed on to the consumer. The system will have a 7-inch, oh, we've talked about the 7-inch display, you know, 4K, all the rumors that we've, we've seen. Um, there was also a tweet somewhere, I was trying to find it, but uh, I can't, of someone saying, like, you know, basically, are we going to see it tomorrow or the next day or something like that? And there was a tweet that, that made it seem like maybe we would see it. So there's a lot of people today, as myself, that are kind of glued to Twitter, seeing if maybe Nintendo just dropped something. But um, level, let me get your take on this. Are you are you a Switch person first of all, and are you excited for a Switch Pro? And when do you think we might get an announcement? Yeah, so I definitely am a Switch person. I've had my Switch since um, maybe like a month after it released. So I, I've definitely been really enjoying it and. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually ecstatic st- for the idea of having a 4K Switch, especially with, like, I've noticed as I have a 4K TV, Switch games just don't look as good on them. And I'd love to be able to mm-hmm. see that, uh, just kind of the upscale quality, especially on, like games like Mario Odyssey and uh, Breath of the Wild and Smash Ultimate. I'd love to see some uh, more stuff from that, like good upscaling. Um, I definitely think the Bloomberg article is uh, definitely hits the nail on the head just for the fact that they, I think they similarly uh, reported the Switch, is it the Lite? Yeah, the Switch Lite. They said it was going to you know, be produced in around July, August, and then it would be releasing in September, October. And that's exactly what happened. So I think the production time makes the most sense. Um, I think it definitely could make sense in this indica- uh, indicator. And I mean, I definitely get that there's some shortages, but I think this is kind of the perfect time to release a Switch Pro. I mean, it's been like four years since we've got the original switch it's been long enough i think we could mm-hmm. definitely use an upgrade like my old switch is slowly bro- uh breaking down <laughs> i posted yes. this on twitter a couple of weeks ago but i was playing ring fit adventure and the game crashed on me when i was like working out so wow. like the game is like my switch is definitely losing its uh balance in a lot of ways <laughs> so i would definitely be down for a switch pro and as when do i think it's gonna be announced um I feel like if it was going to be announced this week, it would have been announced tonight, just for the fact that it's, at least in the U.S., it's Memorial Day weekend, and Mm -hmm. generally they don't um, announce stuff on holidays, at least I don't think so, at least from past uh, experiences, so I feel like if it's not tonight, it'll likely be probably like Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, if they are going to do it, at the same time, they could probably just say no, and just wait until like a couple days before E3, but I think my prediction right now is that if they are going to do 
some sort of like announcement in the next week or so they're gonna also tie in the e3 announcement like hey we're doing uh here's the switch pro excited to show it off to you now look forward to some new games on the switch pro at our e3 conference and just kind of tie those two together because i don't think it doesn't make any sense to announce a console and then not announce all the games that are coming with it too and i think we could definitely see like a couple games maybe like nothing super crazy but just maybe see, like a couple like one or two games showing off the new hardware as well during the announcement so who knows yes. Yeah, so I mean, on a normal you would a normal day, you would think Nintendo would just announce the Switch Pro or whatever it's going to be called at their E3 thing. But um, historically, Nintendo goes not late, but usually like later than everybody else, like a day or two after you know most of the big people have already gone. Mm-hmm. So that's why this report came out. They were uh, you know thinking that they're going to announce the Switch Pro before. E3 hits because, you know, maybe Ubisoft or Square or all these other, like the Summer Game, uh, Jeff Keighley Summer Game Fest uh, stream is June 10th, which is before all the uh, conferences hit too. So maybe there's something there as well. So they want to like get out in front so that these developers can talk about these Switch Pro games, which yeah, exactly. which, which makes sense. Um, and... But this is the thing, like, <laughs> it's such a Nintendo thing for this to happen and then, like, us to not even hear about it at all. And a month later, a month from now, it's just, oh, nothing happened. But this this seems more real than all the other rumors we've had for the last year, mm-hmm. um, especially with not only Bloomberg, but a bunch of other people coming out saying, like, yeah, we've heard this, too. Yeah, so. I've, been, I've been hearing people talk about it potentially being called the Super Switch, which I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I, I kind of don't want a gimmicky name. I also just think like a Switch Pro makes the most sense. I don't think they need to go like super gimmicky. But mm-hmm. who knows? This is Nintendo. They named it like they named Nintendo like the Nintendo 3DS the new 3DS. So we yep. could see it happen. <laughs> we could very well get a new Nintendo Switch or something like that for sure. Um, another part of this article, or maybe it wasn't a part of our article. Maybe I just saw something on Twitter. Um, was talking about how this is they want this to replace the current switch model and they would slowly be phasing out what the switch that we have now um until there's basically just this new pro switch and then also the the switch lights would be the two models up um which leaves us with the questions of is this gonna like we were saying talk about the new nintendo 3ds there's only a handful of games on that that were that was specifically and you could only play them if you had a new nintendo 3ds so do you think this is going to be more like that where it's like yeah it's it's a switch pro but it's not you know games five years from now you'll still be able to play on your switch it just won't be as good or do you think you know this is they're going to treat this almost like a new console where in three or four or five years it's just going to be we don't even support the old switch anymore i feel like with the 3ds at least um it was a lot harder to you know because we had it was like only two games that got released like that it was xenoblade xenoblade and minecraft and i feel like with those it definitely had reasons why they need to be only on new 3ds i think mm-hmm. this will kind of be similar to the was it the xbox x or xbox one x and the ps4 pro where it was 
definitely a kind of mid-generation upgrade, but it was, you know, I think, I don't think there were any games that were exclusive to those two consoles entirely. Mm-hmm. I think they were all able to play games and they're kind of backwards compatible with each other in a sense. So I don't yeah. think there's, I personally don't think there's going to be ex- any exclusives. I could definitely see like modes being prioritized. So example, like, let's just say like a new, I don't know, let's spitball here, like a new Donkey Kong game comes out, like super cool, great graphics, 3D, open world or something like that and let's just say it's for switch pro you get you know 4k visuals 60 fps on the original switch it might be a little less but you know you still get the game i think that's kind of what their approach are going to do at least in my opinion because i don't think nintendo wants to lose the money from uh the consumers who still have a switch who haven't switched over to the switch pro yet so i feel like at that case they would want to continue with kind of making sure each game is there able to for the entire consumer base until like like you said the all the switches pros kind of overtake the switch in a sense so we have somebody a part of our podcast crew here named shibby 120 you can find him over on youtube at shibby 120 and he's he's basically our nintendo guy and for i would say at least a year he is under the uh, impression or i guess this is just his educated guess that the switch pro is just going to be a really souped up dock to where again maybe there's another uh bigger screen switch that comes with it but if you even if you have the older switch and you put it on this souped up switch pro dock it'll run your games better do you think he's crazy like i do you know (laughs) i don't know okay i'm gonna be completely honest i don't know the tech behind it i don't know if that's even possible but Mm -hmm. straight up I could maybe see that happening. I don't think it would happen. I think Nintendo would rather just sell a entirely new Switch to kind of get the MSRP up. But honestly, if they went that route and basically just tried to basically sell an add-on, I could see that working. It kind mm-hmm. of remi- it kind of reminds me a little bit of um, the Wii U a little bit. How you know consumers were kind of confused, like, oh, is this like an expansion to the? Uh, uh, is this an expansion to the Wii? Is this a? Is this yeah. an add-on to the Wii, and people basically they didn't buy it because they pretty much just thought it was just an add-on. That was it instead of a new console. So I feel like that might work. I, again, the Switch is one of the best-selling consoles we've ever had. So in that case, maybe it would work. But I feel like they would probably just go more for a uh, new entire uh, entirely new console, or at least an upgraded console with an actual dock and everything, because an actual dock and screen. Agreed, but it, I never. He, he's all, almost every time we have Switch Pro talks come up, he's like, I still think it might be just the dock, which would be very interesting. And I never thought about that until he said that. Like, I don't know, by, it seems like a year ago by now, because we thought it was going to come out last year. But I was like, always like, it's very interesting if they would just come out with a dock that would just kind of boost your abilities, almost like, uh, like the PSVR when it first came out and it had an extra like processing little box with it or whatever to give it the extra oomph it needed. But I digress. Um, and again, it's very possible as we're recording this at 10.55 p.m. Eastern time that they just, you know, I may get a text from somebody say, hey, new Switch just dropped. I just want to, I want to make people, uh, want to remember uh, people to remember that uh, Nintendo did drop like micro or mini directs last year at midnight or I think it was midnight Eastern time. It was maybe like 11 o'clock central time. Yeah. So it's happened before when Nintendo has announced stuff right at midnight and it could happen again. 
It's very possible if you're listening to this, you know more than we do right now. So. Yeah, like we could all be, we could all be getting dunked on right now. We like wake up the next morning, it's like, well, crap, the Switch Pro got announced, and this into like half this podcast is irrelevant. Since it it's would, just it would not be the first time. It would not be the first time, because I feel like most of the gaming news comes out like on Monday, Tuesday, sometimes Wednesday, and then like maybe you'll get something on the weekend, which is why we po- we post these on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So like we post it on Fridays, we have all the week's news that we could go over. But then still, every once in a while, Friday comes and they're like, you know what? Right before the weekend starts, let's just drop. I've been saying, <laughs> I've been saying this for years. Uh, I want them to do like I know it wouldn't make any sense for like uh, Japan time, but holy crap, they should do a uh, like a Friday night direct. Like just maybe like. Oh, it'd be perfect. Everyone's getting off work and order a pizza and relax and watch some Nintendo <laughs> news on like a Friday night. I don't know. It'd be so easy. Like I wish they'd have more consistent schedules for them. Oh, maybe. that'd be the best. Yeah, they're they're like, hey, uh, six a.m. Eastern time or whatever. Or yeah, which is like uh, most of like podcasts and stuff I listen to. They're all on the West Coast, so they're all like they do reactions and they have to wake up at like six o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning just to watch a Nintendo mini about pokemon snap or something <laughs> I, I was gonna say like the only time i've ever like wake, woken up super early for anything nintendo related was maybe the terry presentation for smash brothers when it was like it's i think it was either 7 or 8 a.m in the morning that was pretty early yeah oh so yeah definitely thanks. nintendo gets me up in the morning <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks nintendo for all you do um but yeah, let's move on here so we got uh another stream today we had a horizon forbidden west direct with the first ps5 gameplay um if you have if you if you obviously if you're interested in this at all you've probably seen the trailer if not there is a pretty beefy gameplay 14 minutes to be exact uh, horizon forbidden west gameplay up uh that you can watch in glorious 4k on playstation's youtube channel um the biggest news out of this other than the gameplay being you know everybody if you've played Horizon, you kind of have an idea, but it's almost like the first Horizon, like on steroids a little bit, where everything just looks like it just runs better, plays better. Um, and then it, they showed it off on a PS5, so obviously it's it looks amazing. Um, but the biggest news came afterwards when there was no release date in the trailer or at the PlayStation blog or anything like that. But um, afterwards, I'm reading this again from uh, GameSpot.com. Uh, a release date for the game was not announced, but narrative director Ben McCaw said that development is on track and we'll have an update for you very soon. Um, let's see. The three most distinct features coming to for, uh, Forbidden West are the pullcaster, shield wielding, and diving mask. The pullcaster is a grappling hook that speeds up travel by giving Aloy a vertical leg up, which is used on fixed yellow mark points. Uh, another traversal tool, the shield wing, gives gives Aloy, Aloy the ability to parachute away from or into danger, a la Breath of the Wild style. Uh, meanwhile, the diving mask does exactly what it says, grants Aloy the ability to swim indefinitely underwater. So again, if you're interested in this game at all, definitely go check that out. I think it's very interesting. Personally, the only thing that was really going through in my mind, because I played the first game and I liked it uh okay um this game looks good enough i I mean it obviously just depends on when it comes out because last time i don't know if if you were in this predicament a lot but a lot of us were 
where Breath of the Wild 2 came out like a day or something after, or two, a couple days after Horizon came out. And they're both, you know, open world games. And I, and so, like, I was like, okay, well, I'll try Zelda now that it's out. And then just, like, never went back to Horizon to, like, months later. Um, and so it's now it's very interesting with them not giving a release date if everybody, you assume this game comes out before God of War. And God of War was supposed to be 2021 and now this game has no release date so it's like is this game even going to come out this year at the end of this year or maybe everything just has just gotten pushed back and we just don't know it yet um but it's very interesting and it's kind of funny how now with all these switch pro rumors coming out everybody's thinking you know oh breath of the wild 2 will come out when the switch pro comes out and now that could be the fall and then if this game comes out in the fall then it's going to be the same thing all over again it's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> There's these two open world games, and now it's just going to be like Horizon versus Zelda yet again. Mm-hmm. But uh, how how are you? Have you have you played Horizon at all? Did, did Does this game look interesting to you? Yeah, so I played Horizons probably two years ago when I got first got my PS4. Um, I played maybe like about two hours into it, and I just kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. It was an awful game. It actually looks really, looked really good. It just wasn't a game I was super into open world games are very hit or miss for me i tend to either really 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 get into them or just not interested at all like for me my type of open world is like fallout new vegas style of open world which is a lot filled with a lot of characters you can meet and do uh, side quests and less mm-hmm. of just kind of fighting things and more about like you know deep rpg gameplay at least for me um so the itch that uh that open, uh, horizon zero dawn was trying to scratch wasn't exactly what i was looking for now this game, like just from what I'm seeing, looks beautiful. And I actually do have a PS5. So, and if I'm being honest, I haven't really had anything that I've been wanting to play on the PS5. Ratchet and Clank looks interesting, but this game kind of look is kind of pulling me in a little bit. It looks interesting. I like the the colors and the whole vibrant back uh, backdrop. Just looks great. Yeah, like that was one of the biggest complaints about the original game was like I liked the setting. It was cool to kind of be in like this post apocalyptic uh, area, but at the same time, it was just kind of green and snowy and i feel like i've seen that before but this is a lot more unique it feels way more tropical and i don't know it's it's definitely hitting the kind of vibes that i'm interested in and i might have to kind of keep an eye on it as it continues to be developed and potentially released um i will yeah. say for i will say for me if possible um because i know horizon zero dawn came to pc i know it'll never happen but i would love for them to maybe release it on pc sw- uh, sooner than they do that they did the last one i'd love seeing the playstation games come to pc i'm mainly a pc player uh, i love being able to just kind of get immersed into a pc a game on pc rather than just having to sit on the couch <laughs> so yeah. i would love that if this game came to pc quicker it'd be like maybe half a year to a year just to kind of give it some ex- ex- exclusivity a little bit but that'd be kind of my thoughts there just be seeing that come to pc a little bit well, I would say good luck, but this game is... If this was a PS5 exclusive, I'd be like, God knows when it's going to come to PC. But it is coming out on PS4 as well, so it's possible that it comes out uh, sooner rather than later on PC. But I'm in the same boat where I, I played Breath of the Wild, and then I came back to Horizon and played it a little bit, and I was just like, I don't want to play another open-world game now. So I would just watch people play it on, on Twitch, and that's how I, that's how I played it, <laughs> basically. So I know the story, um, and then I just watched pretty much the second half of the game on Twitch because, like, too much open world, like, after another, I just can't do it. And I did the same thing with uh, 
Ghost of Tsushima, where I was like, I played like half of it, and I was like, there's so I I don't remember what game I was playing before that, but I was just like, I can't play all these open world games all at one time. It's just too much. I'd rather just sit and watch somebody beat it for me. <laughs> so, uh, be yeah, interesting. We'll see uh, how this. Obviously, we don't know when PlayStation is planning or if they're planning on doing any sort of state of play or conference or anything like that. Obviously they're not a part of E3. Um, they're, the PlayStation logo is on Jeff Keighley's summer game fest, uh, you know, logos that he has for the people he's teaming up with this summer uh, to work with and do announcements for and all that kind of stuff. So maybe it's going to be a part, maybe they have games that are going to be a part of his showcase, or maybe they are just going to do their own thing later in the summer we don't know for sure so uh not sure when we'll be able to see this game again or get a release date but it is very interesting that was the most interesting thing that i came away with was you know this was one of the first games that they showed off for the ps5 and we still don't have a release date so what does that mean for all the other games that we thought were going to come after this game like uh god of war specifically so mm-hmm well, we will uh, hopefully not have to wait too much longer as we are getting into the E3 season. But that was n- not the end of the announcements today. Actually, the first thing that happened today was a Sega stream, and I'm also reading this from GameSpot. Sega announces new Sonic team game, a Sonic Origins compilation, and more anniversary news. So I'm not going to necessarily read the, this article, but basically there's a big Sonic 30th anniversary stream today and just going down the list of announcements we got a new game coming from the sonic team um we have sonic the hedgehog one two three sonic and knuckles and sonic cd all coming in a bundle um compilation sometime next year Uh, sonic colors ultimate was announced as a remaster of the 2010 wii game uh, and it's going to have remastered visuals and some bonus stuff and uh, basically a big deluxe version for that. And that's coming out. Did they give a date? September, I think it was what it was. September 7th or something like that. Yeah, that was for the colors remaster. Okay, cool. Um, uh, there was a lot of Sonic, Sonic uh, cameos in this stream. Uh, uh, game, uh, Tokyo Olympic. Sorry. Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. Uh, you can get your little Sonic suit and run around like Sonic Man if you want to. <laughs> um, and then there, I mean, there was uh, Two Point Hospital. There was uh, Sonic in, uh, I can't remember the name of that that game. But uh, there was Sonic everywhere. They're putting Sonic in everything. If you see Sonic pop up in a game you're playing, just, just let it happen to you. Um, there was a mobile events happening. There was They showed off a whole bunch of merch. And, uh, I mean, it, it was, it was a, a lot of things announced, what what would say. Um, level, what was your take from this as a whole? All right. Uh, prepare for a long segment. I am a <laughs> huge Sonic fan. I've been a Sonic fan since I was probably like 10, 11 years old. So um, I am very opinionated, <laughs> say the least. Um, I was, let's just say, uh, Sega and me... I have been not disappointed, but, you know, Forces wasn't my favorite game. Uh, I felt like I've been kind of feeling a little bit meh with a lot of the boost games. Like, Unleashed was not was not my favorite game ever. Colors mm-hmm. was pretty okay. Um, Generations was amazing, and I'd love, to, I'd love to see more from that. And then suddenly, 
forces was not good. So calmly, like a little skeptical when I'm like, okay, we got a new events, new stuff coming in. Let's see what's happened. So I came in with very not, I was very skeptical on what they could announce to make me excited because I knew they weren't going to do anything I really wanted, which has been an adventure remake, adventure one and two remakes or something adventure mm-hmm. style. Cause I, those yeah. were some of my favorite Sonic games. Actually, it's some of my favorite games in general. So I'd love to see more of that. And I knew they weren't going to do it. So coming in and seeing uh, the first announced being colors remaster. I mean, honestly, out of any game they're going to announce um, colors makes the most sense. I get why they did it. It's been, it's been locked on the Wii for so long. They've been kind of trying to get it um, off. And I think at this point it makes sense to release it. I think it's like, I think it's turning 10 this year. Yeah. At least in 2010 or 2011, I think. Um, So it definitely makes sense why they're doing it. If I'm being honest, if I had the direct control, if they were going to release a boost game again, I would probably say do Generations, because Generations in 4K with like some new levels would have been honestly a great way of celebrating the 30th anniversary, but that's just my own personal opinion. The remaster looks interesting. I like that you know they're adding some customization to it. I think there's some like remixes coming into. Um, the 4K visuals look great. I like it. It is in 60 FPS, which I don't think the Wii was, um, and just having actual controller support. Um, I think it's Epic Games exclusive on PC, which is a little frustrating as I tend to prefer my Sonic games on Steam. So I might have to wait for that, but I'll probably pick, just pick up the PS4 version if it has uh, PS, because I think it'll have PS5 support. The Origins Collection, I definitely think makes sense why they're doing this. Um, I'm happy to see that we're getting three and three and three and Knuckles again, as that's been absent from a lot of <laughs> different collections in the last couple of years. I have a very, I have a sinking feeling that we're not going to get some of the original tracks and I could go on a, just a, a giant rabbit hole of why, but to, make it, to sum it up, Michael Jackson composed the soundtrack for about three songs in Sonic Sonic 3 and technically it's under copyright. So they have to not include those in future re-releases. So that's one of the reasons why we haven't gotten re-released because of the fact that, you know, Sega just didn't want to deal with that. So yeah. most likely uh, we're going to get those songs changed and it, it's kind of a, Eh, kind of feeling for me. I know they're going to get changed in general, so I'm kind of not super mad. Happy to see CD back. CD is one of my favorite Sonic games, at least for 2D. Um, I'm kind of hoping we get a couple extra Sonic games included too, besides these. Um, I'd love to see maybe um, Sonic R, or maybe some Sonic uh, Sonic the Fighters. I know there was, that's actually in Lost Judgment, they announced it today, that Sonic the Fighters will be in that game too, which is cool, but I want to see that in Origins. You don't have to buy a $60 game just to play one game. <laughs> um, and then... That definitely makes sense. I think Origins makes sense to release now, but and I believe they, I think they announced that all the games are widescreen, which is a huge win. I am extremely happy to see that because um, I've been, I just love seeing kind of like older games remastered like that, and I'll definitely play through all of them when they get released. Um, and then the teaser trailer, the big one. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't very impressed. Um, it looked great. It looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah, those graphics. three seconds that we saw Sonic look. Yeah, exactly. Look <laughs> the graphics look good, but they didn't show anything. The whole, like, random letters or symbols, like, that's the problem. Like, this isn't, like, 2013. You can't just show a logo and say you're done. Like, if you're not ready to show it, don't show it. I want to see, like, you, they could have just said, hey, this is going to come out in 2022. This is what we're looking for the gameplay. They could have, they could just say what engine they're using, like, what their goal is. They, but no, it just, that's it. It was a little frustrating when I'm like, I've been waiting for a year and a half just for some Sonic news besides just a racing game. And we get that. It's <laughs> just like, I get it. I get games take a ton of time, especially like 
back in you know the kind of PS2, GameCube, um, Xbox era, it, games weren't as long to develop. But now you know it takes way longer. But at the same time, if you're not ready to show a game off, then don't show it. Don't, don't show it off at this point. Um, yeah, it's like I would I would rather have them just shown a logo instead of being like, oh, we have one more thing, and then you see Sonic running, and half a second later it's over. You're like, okay, well, what was this supposed to be? Yeah, exactly. Like everyone's theorizing, like, oh, is it an adventure? Because some people are saying, oh, this actually is an adventure remake. Which, I mean, it makes sense. You know, Sonic did run through a forest in that game's uh, intro, so I could see it. But then suddenly people were like, oh, it's like an open world game based off of some like previous discussions that happened earlier in the year, where like there was like this whole thing going on that someone talked about um it potentially being an open open world game and i could see that too that'd be kind of fun at the same time it's just that's the problem you create more speculation and the fact that they basically didn't even say oh we're going to talk about it this year means we're likely going to have to wait another year which is kind of a similar release uh release window to forces where we had to wait a year from the logo release to that so yeah being a Sonic fan is not the most fun thing to be in gaming because you're always <laughs> you're always on the edge of your seat of whatever game you're gonna get and whether you're gonna get laughed at by the gaming majority or not. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, I my just total speculation of that really crappy teaser was that it's going to be some sort of game, maybe not a remake of Adventure, but something in that realm, like a, a new game that's that style. Mm-hmm. Whether it's open worldy, whether it's semi open world, whether it's similar to adventure or whatever, that's I mean that's the vibe that I got. I don't know why you would show a little CGI footage of them if it's just going to be like another two D Sonic game or something like that. I, I feel like yeah. this is going to be a, a much bigger deal than just you know whatever two D. And um, again, I mean the release platforms say PC, PS four, PS five, Xbox One series x and s and nintendo switch so and possibly a switch pro yeah yeah exactly like i definitely kind of get what you're saying i think an adventure style game would be great but at the same time you know we also could have a boost game who knows um regardless of what people have been discussing today i do think an open world game would be fun if it's done right i think sonic running at high speeds through like an open world like i feel like the issue people have with open world games is the fact that the character runs too slow or you don't you have to get like all these items before you can even traverse the world fast imagine being a fast sonic uh fast sonic the hedgehog running through the open world and doing all these tricks and stuff that'd be really fun they just have to execute it right and the engine the the sorry the gameplay they used for forces just didn't work well with the what the game they were trying to make so maybe they can recycle it maybe they can work with this and i'm hoping that Having the better hardware, I'm hoping that will work better for them. Who knows? Um, again, if I had, if like, if they were like, "Hey, level, we want you to make uh, make every Sonic game we're going to be announced today, and kind of choose what we want you to do." What I would have personally done is I would have basically done a a kind of a collection of all the boost games. So Unleashed, uh, even though I don't really, really like Unleashed, it's not, we should have it released at this point. Um, colors, Generations, all in one package as a remastered instead of just Colors, because I don't, I don't know why they're just using that game and that's it. Um, more games for Origins. I think Origins is fine, though. And I think I would have actually chosen an Adventure remake, though. I think Adventure mm-hmm. has been waiting too long. It's been, gosh, it's been more than 20 years at this point, and I think Adventure 1, 2, and even Heroes could all use a, a major facelift. And... I don't know. It's so sad because I feel like it's like every year it's the perfect time for an adventure remake. And even then they're like talking like, oh, we want to do it eventually. It's like, then when? It's like, I get they want to keep improving, but 
at this point, you got You've already gone back to two D. You already know. You've already mastered two D with uh, Sonic Mania. Then you got to master three D again. And I think the only way to do that is by going back to your original three D game. But at we've, the same we've time, we've seen we've seen a lot of. I would say a lot. We've seen a couple of like fan made, like bigger open world type stuff, and like Unreal Engine pop up here and there. Mm-hmm. Or uh, there was one done in Dreams and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering if. That's that's the vibe I'm getting, which is like they've seen like these fan made things that are actually like look pretty cool and could be if they had a whole team behind it could be something. So that's what I'm hoping for is yeah. something something bigger scale 3D. That's you know then and hopefully they'll knock it out of the park. But yeah, like you said, it is Sonic, so <laughs> it's always like, what are we gonna get? Just pull it out of out of a hat, see what comes out. Mm-hmm. No, 100, percent and like straight up if like Sonic could be a game of the year contender game where it's like not only just fun to play, it has like a great story and great atmosphere. And yeah, like that, I would love that. Like I would legit cry if Sonic won game of the year at the game awards. It would make me so happy. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, Sonic team, the last couple of years haven't been like, you know, doing the best games. Um, Sonic Lost World wasn't awful. I think it had a lot of merits, but it was, wasn't, that was it had could have been better though sonic forces had some great customization and some honestly good uh good uh graphic design but at the end of the day it just didn't end up being a good game in terms of gameplay um they have a lot to work learn from and i'm hoping that the five years i can't believe i'm saying that like four or five years they've had since sonic forces will give them enough time to actually make something groundbreaking and what would actually feel next gen um and to be honest i have one more crazy theory I this is gonna sound weird, but maybe this is like a spiritual successor to Sonic 06. Like, this, like hear me out. Everyone hated Sonic 06, but it was truly at that time the next gen Sonic. Imagine if that's the vibe they're going for. They're trying to recapture what they were trying to initially do with Sonic 06, which was make a breathtaking, huge adventure, jump into a new gameplay style, or at least kind of retell an old gameplay style with some new twists. I could see it happen. I think that's kind of like another crazy theory I'm going off with, but I think it just makes sense. I thought you were going to say, stick with me. Sonic Battle Royale. 100 <laughs> Sonics. <laughs> dude, straight up, I would play that though. Like a freaking Sonic, uh, like a Sonic, dude, Sonic Adventure, like huge maps rolling around. Oh my gosh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. 100 Sonics have to race to the end. Who will be the first Sonic to win? Yeah, I would honestly. Or maybe I could... even 99 Sonics and one Knuckle. <laughs> one knuckles like the knuckles like a like a juggernaut though so you just like <laughs> just you could like plow through everyone that'd be kind of fun yeah, yeah there was actually a kind of like a game like it was called sonic rivals back on the psp and i could see that with gameplay working it'd be very chaotic but i could definitely see it working it's like a very crazy i saw game. somebody today talking about how maybe they're gonna try it not necessarily tie it in with what some of the animated shows are doing but make it almost like this uh time jumping you know different realms like mm-hmm. you could you'll be the different sonics or or whatever uh, yeah i definitely don't want classic sonic to be in this game because i think he's had enough in modern sonic i think he can stay in his own little separate side series of mania but i would love if it's like kind of a into the spider-verse style of like exploring all these different iterations of sonic and different gameplay yeah. styles like what if it's like the major sonic's boost gameplay then you play as a sonic from the adventure games who's more like free-spirited and more kind of cocky who's a uh 
who's you know playing with game with the adventure style and then like you said maybe we see sonic prime as the new show is coming out maybe we see that kind of like play into there too there's one thing that i really found interesting um when they were talking about sonic prime they were talking about how sonic's gonna go through like redemption and self-discovery man i don't know i haven't heard someone describe sonic like that for <laughs> so long like, i kind of got a little excited i'm like they're actually going to give sonic character development i haven't i haven't seen that happen since like gosh probably sonic heroes or no, sorry, probably like shadow the hedgehog or something when that wasn't very good i don't know i, I want to see more better stories in sonic and that gives me hope and especially for you're saying if it's connected then i could see that working and uh interesting enough no news on the next sonic movie in this stream which was strange considering we've seen leaks on twitter for like the last two weeks but mm-hmm. uh i guess that is what it is i feel like if I recall correctly, they explained this a couple years ago at one of their Sonic um, South by Southwest events that um, I believe the Sonic movie is a lot different in terms of like uh, you know development and such like that than Sega and, and Sonic Team. So while they definitely are t- connected in terms of creative decisions and such like that, they can't really just like choose to show off a trailer or show off the stills. They kind of just have to wait and say, okay, we'll have to wait on their kind of terms. So I definitely think we're going to get a trailer maybe sometime this summer, which... I'm excited. I legit actually like the first Sonic movie. I thought yes. it was a very surprisingly good hit. Like I remember my friends and I saw it as a, if it's bad, at least we paid money to see a bad movie and we had a good laugh together, but we all really <laughs> enjoyed ourselves. Uh, besides the Olive Garden stuff, we now are making a, a pact that we will have to go to Olive Garden before the next Sonic movie. <laughs> next Sonic movie. It's, it's basically what we have to do. Well, if you don't, then the movie will be bad. So Exactly. If, if you don't go to Olive Garden, then Sonic's not going to be able to you know, rely on us to, <laughs> to go there. But no, I'm excited for the next Sonic movie, and I think um, we're going to get more news probably in the next couple months. But yeah, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm pessimistic about the next kind of couple years, couple months and years of Sonic right now, but I would say I'm very, very uh, cautious. I, I feel like I would... I got to see more gameplay of that new game. I need to see more yeah. than just colors and origins. I need to see other things too. I need to see yeah. some actual gameplay here. And yep. more than just a boot, more than just his, you know, his shoe for mm-hmm. half a second. Well, it's funny because everyone's speculating on Twitter. It's like, oh, Sonic's shoe looks more like the adventure style shoe. I'm like, first off, props to you that you noticed that. I, I'm a huge <laughs> Sonic fan. And I didn't even notice that. But number, t- <laughs> number two, um, yeah, like people are legit. Like this is like Zelda trailer level of uh, of like speculation yeah. where people are like looking at like dirt and stuff like oh well this dirt matches this dirt uh, color or something like that, but hey, at least it's not Green Hill again. Let's let's all be happy about that. <laughs> yeah, they they've completely revamped Green Hill. That's what it's gonna be. It's yeah, just it's, one it's, level. It's just but. called Forest Hill. And it's Forest uh, Hill. Forest Hill with mystic things. Well, uh, we're gonna we're nearing the end of this. There's really only one other thing that I kind of wanted to get into, but I'm not really going to, which was uh, there was also a Dying Light 2 stream today. So a huge day of news. There's just not enough time to get to it all. Uh, but they did did uh, have a release date for Dying Light 2, which I believe is December something. I don't remember what it was, but it's in December. So they have a release date for it. Whether or not that gets landed on or not, I don't know, but... Um, if you're interested in that, there is a gameplay trailer up for Dying Light 2 that you can go check out. Um, mm-hmm. But we are going to end this thing out. Any final thoughts before we go level? Anything else you want to get off your chest? Hmm. Um, nothing besides that I'm pretty excited for the Xbox and Bethesda um, uh, showcase. I think that's in yep. 
a couple weeks here. So I, that's basically what I'm excited for. And Nintendo's E3 as well. I'm hoping we get some good announcements. Um, I probably won't be here for if you guys like a predictions for directs or whatever, but I'll say, <laughs> give me Donkey Kong. Nintendo, you know I want a Donkey Kong. So just give me Donkey Kong with the Kremlings again, and that's all I'm asking. <laughs> it's funny you say that because, yes, um, next week will be our predictions episode for E3, uh, which will be June the 3rd. Uh, because June the 10th, uh, Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest stream. So we want to kind of get that out of the way because I believe that stream will be usually recorded on Thursday night. So that stream will probably probably be over mm-hmm. by that time. So we're going to do, we'll have questions. We'll have, uh, will the Switch Pro stuff be out by then? I don't know. But if it's not, we will have Switch Pro questions and stuff like that. And we'll be giving our some of our E3 predictions and we'll see where we land because we all know how good we are at predictions, which is not that good. Um, cons- well, I take, I say take that back because our biggest predictions thing we did was last year in January when we started this podcast and then COVID hit. So all of our predictions were wrong, but <laughs> we, no one, can you believe nobody predicted COVID? Not a single one of us here. Yeah, it's kind of hard to predict something like that though. So. <laughs> maybe, maybe this time around. Maybe we'll get it right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we want to thank you all for listening. Again, new episodes of the Logon Game podcast uploads every Friday, wherever you want to get your podcast at, and normally on YouTube. So you can follow us on YouTube. Uh, We are at Logon Games everywhere. We're also on Twitch. Uh, We always are hosting all of our hosts here at Logon Games. So there's usually somebody always on our Twitch channel. So... uh, Support them if you see them, if we're hosting them, and if you see us playing something, uh, I believe I believe we'll, you'll see us playing some Apex and or Knockout City this weekend if you want to come and hang out over on twitch.tv backslash logongames. Um, and again, if you want to get your comments or topics or questions in with us, you can follow us at logongames on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. But that is going to do it for us here. Level, thank you so much for being part of the, of the Keeley crew, mm-hmm. no and uh, so I could so we could get you on, and hopefully we can have you again sometime yeah. soon. Always down, always down. All right, well, thank you all for listening. We will be with you all again next time. Oh, let's break it.